Of all the songs performed at the Grammy Awards earlier this week, which song saw the biggest sales gain in the 24-hour period after the Grammys? It wasn't Taylor Swift, and it wasn't Maren Morris and John Mayer doing the poems. And a GoFundMe page was set up for Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, and it raised $110. What was the GoFundMe page for? That conversation's coming up. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. My name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. I asked you if you wanted to play Game Pigeon with me last night, and you don't even know what that is. I don't know. You thought it was like some dirty text. Like, what was I getting to? Seriously. But you were doing a little ride-along with um, Officer Richie. I was fighting crime. Right. Officer Richie and Raider, and I think you were having to sit in the car, and they were doing a bunch of paperwork, and... I said, these kids are constantly, these kids being our kids, we have three kids, 21, 17, 15. The 21-year-old, not so much, but he used to. Will used to do this. But they send me these Game Pigeon games all the time. So I had to open a Game Pigeon account, and they send them from school. And there's no, like, context. So all of a sudden, I would just get a pool table. Like, text it to me, and I'm like, hmm, what is this? And then I'm like, oh, somebody wants me to play pool. And then when you're 15-year-old, wants you to play beer pong at, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. She, Which one? Charlotte. She's good. The, our 15-year-old dog. She's really good. Yeah. And then there's like tic-tac-toe. There's, there's, oh, I tell you the one that I love the most is the one where you just, like, you know when you go to like the main event place or whatever and you, you have to shoot the basketball in like 52 mm-hmm. times in a row? I'm good at that. So I ask if you want to play and you know, you didn't even know how to do it. You had no interest. You don't know. Never heard to, of it. You don't know how to game pigeon. Thought I'm fighting crime. Oh. Getting felons and guns and drugs. Off of the streets. Off the streets. Well, we appreciate that. We are 30 miles north of downtown Atlanta at the App and Podcast Network and App and Media Group in Alpharetta, Georgia. 30 miles directly north of downtown Atlanta. Beautiful Alpharetta. Donna, your hype song on the way here today. Are you ready for this? Uh, I don't know, am I? Leonard Skinner, Sweet Home Alabama. We have no Leonard Skinner. None. There's no way. There's none on there. All right. And I mean, you know how when you hear those opening bars? Yeah. Those right there. And you just, like, I've told you, like, what you do on those types of songs is wherever you are in the place where that song comes on. It could be a football game. It could be a bar. It could be church. I don't even know. You just, if there's not someone around to hold your drink, you just drop your drink and run out to the dance floor. Because it's a two-hand. It's a two-hand. It's a two-hand song. Yeah. You got to have one fist in the air. It's a two-hand dance. It's a two-fist dance. Yes. So, I mean, if you don't have someone to hold your purse or hold your drink, you just drop it and go. I've done it many a time. Just drop your drink and go. And it's... You can't wait. What are some other songs like that? Oh, like... uh, I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. uh, uh, Sweet Caroline. Oh, yes. From... uh, Yep. uh, Neil Diamond. PYT. Michael Jackson. Okay. Thriller. Let's all think about that. Yes. In the uh, for the next episode, and you yes. come listening right okay. now. You come with your list too, Brick or House. share it with Brick House. Oh yeah. Share those songs that are are. It's a two fist dance. Brown eyed girl. When they you'll drop your drink immediately. Yeah, you don't have time. Seven seven zero four six four six zero two four is the podcast text voicemail line. So shoot us a text, and and we'll continue this conversation next episode. See and how I did that serial content. We're jumping that. content. To the next episode. And like your spouse or date may have been talking to somebody. They turn around. They're like. You're gone. Where'd Donna go? Uh, She's on the dance floor. Yep. Mm -hmm. Two fists in the air.
Where's her drink? Uh, at your feet. Where are her panties? Okay, no. All right, let's go. She dropped them on the way. Okay. All right. I always have to go there, don't you? The lowest place. Okay, what um, is your yeah. hype song? You're simply the best. Dun, dun, oh, let's talk dun, about this, Tina Turner. Better than all the rest. Dun. I, You thought I was on edibles or something, but about three nights ago, I get roped in to a Georgia public broadcasting <laughs> telethon. Well, tell everyone how you got there because you were watching the State there of the was, Union. There was, no, you were watching the State weren't, weren't you watching like a presidential address or something? And then somehow you got to GPB? Okay. Know. I don't know. There, there wasn't anything on television. I was bored. Yeah. And I was like, let's go to the guide. Do you ever just go to the guide? Mm-hmm. You know, we forget that there's ABC, CBS, Georgia Public Television because yeah. we're all on Hulu and Netflix and HBO max and yeah paramount go to the guide i said to myself let's see what's going on mm-hmm. and channel eight i believe is georgia public television <laughs> yes. here in atlanta or at least where we are and and yes. so it was very very close to the top and it said tina turner i said damn yeah tina turner i went over there and, it was a live it. concert wasn't it hardly donna she's 81 and had a stroke and kidney failure I no mean, she's i don't not... mean a live concert but it was like a it was a concert well, before yes. yes but like yes. from years ago yes, yes it yes. wasn't like it wasn't live like a... from berlin or no something. but it wasn't like a biography ever it was a concert she's barely hanging on right now okay but it was it, it, it was i think the last big tour that she did yes and this this production this staging for this show multi-levels flying through the air multi it was so impressive and I wound up, you know, so if you have young kids, you have babies or toddlers, you know, like you, you put in a Caillou, and that's not a good example at all, but you put in a, yeah. or a cartoon comes on the TV and you get so used to watching that particular show that you will sometimes find yourself watching it when your kids or your toddlers nowhere around. Right. And it was kind of that same thing. I was into teen. She's a beast. Yeah. And the teenettes rocking, were in the background. Rocking that stuff. Doing and stuff. she was doing all the moves that they were doing. Yeah. And she looks great. And then she went into rolling on the river. I was running up and down the stairs, doing some laundry and stuff. Every time I would come through. I'd have cranked up. Yeah, but it was like you had cycled through it a couple times. Because every time I came through, it was like, you're simply the best. It was an extended version. She does a longer version in, in her farewell concert. Because that's really her signature song. I'm like, is it? So like- many of them. Think of the Tina Turner hits. It was good. Golly. But the best part is uh-huh. in between. That I- in between, made a three hundred dollar donation to Georgia Public exactly. Television. Exactly, so and the reason you did that because in between they come in to do their the pitch for the thirty pledge. minutes. It's thirty minute blocks of pitch, and you are obsessed with this seven CD set. Okay, it was like <laughs> who's in charge down there? Because you would make so much more money if you put it on iTunes or something. Who? I, it's old school. Like it's kind of like old school thing. It's like an old school. But I, could you play a CD if you got one in the mail today? I couldn't. Well, some of the people that are watching GPB are more. They probably do still have CD players. They're they're you know they're more frugal so to speak, but they love Georgia Public Broadcasting and they give money to it and you know all that. But it was hilarious. You were like, I'm going to order this. I'm going to and and I said to you, I said if I had to check on her health because I didn't know if she was still with us. But I said to you, if I could get off this couch right now, which would be tough, yeah, and I could fly and go see anybody in concert right this minute. I would go see Tina Turner. Yeah, you were loving it. But it was one of those people that you almost, like we talk about this, you forget about her. You simply the best. Every five minutes boom, I'm hearing it. Boom, boom, boom. Better than all the rest. 
And you get, you're so into that you're, you're harmonizing with Tina Turner, like you're singing with her on the TV and you think you sound freaking good. And I did. You had some Tina moves. You're simply the, listen to this, you're simply the best. Better than all the It's pretty good. Remember the Shit's Creek episode when uh, David yes. sang it to Patrick? Yes. Or was it Patrick sang to David? I can't, I don't remember. But. David saying to Patrick I think yes that was that's no that Patrick saying to David Patrick saying to David that's one of the most um, watched Shit's Creek episodes because it's just so good when he professes and there's a documentary about Tina Turner coming out and it's authorized oh boy here in the next like uh, two weeks I think and she you know she's always been rather guarded about mm-hmm. who was it she was married to Ike him and the domestic abuse and the drug abuse and all these different things and, and she she says this is my she's 81 and again like they only have to put two of the three prongs into the wall to keep her up right now. Okay. They don't have to put all three in. She looks amazing. She does. But she was saying, this is my farewell gift to my fans. I'm bringing Lay, down the curtain. Laying it out there. Bringing down the curtain. Well, don't you remember in the Tina Turner movie, her famous line? She's like, they're like, what do you want, Miss Turner, whatever? She's like, I just want my name. Yeah. Because Ike wanted everything, you know? And she's like, I am just want my name, and I'm out of here. On the tally board in the My Second Act studio... Uh, Morgan Wallen gets another tick, a ninth week at number one. It's pretty amazing. Sold 78,000 copies just this past week. BTS, Dynamite, saw the biggest sales gain out of all the songs performed at the Grammys earlier this week, up 2,748%. That surprises me. I thought you were going to say Harry Styles, but because BTS's performance was pretty late into the telecast. That clip was everywhere too, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, after the, ba- the Noah guy, Noah Rogers. Nile. Nile Rogers does the, the do, 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 and then they toss to him and he's back there dancing with those two. You yeah. Know, that clip. That's the one. Oh, yeah. But that's the one clip. And then he, he spins around and his chest, his bare chest, just so happens to be at the perfect angle. Oh, Harry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who do you think I was talking about? BTS. I don't know. We're moving around here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Charlotte put a, there's a video of me and Harry dancing together. I've got the same moves as Harry going. Yeah. She posted it. You tried to have the same moves as Megan the Stallion's tap dancer backup ladies. Couldn't do it. You, you Could were, not you pull were that almost off. there. Could not pull that off. You were off. almost there. We had date night Saturday. Went to a great restaurant here in town. And I was so excited to see the seniors. In high school or who? The, no, the senior citizens. Oh, the elderly. We talked about yes. this. Yeah. Oh, about yeah. how yes. now that they are becoming fully vaccinated and they have hibernated for two weeks after that, they're out. For the first many, for if not most, Don, think about this. For the and first time so in a year, happy. they're not. They're they're going nuts. They're going crazy. I know. No masks and just flaunting it. Walk just strutting around the restaurant. I loved it. I know. They're it was, hugging their grandkid. Oh, I know. There was a whole table of grandparents beside us, and they were they were looking at pictures, and I could hear them talking about it. And they were like, "This was when I did this," because there was this whole year of time. The grandparents that were absent. the grandparents missed. It was really, really sweet to watch it. And what's so funny is they're like, um, they're proud. They're like, they're almost like they're like boasting, like I've had my shot, because you know they want people to know. And but a lot of them will say, "But I'm still wearing a mask, you know, to protect you or whatever." But yeah, they're excited, excited. Alan and Ann are not quite as excited because they're not out free amongst the you know. Where's that going to happen? Because they're in an assisted living home. I think soon. I don't know. Not home, but I mean, they yeah. have their own apartment. Yeah. Okay. I hope so. Soon. Yeah. Or Al's going to bust open that window and climb out. He is. But if you're listening to this on upload day, guess 
who's getting vaccinated we think today. There'll be an update next pod. I don't know. Us. We have well, we have appointments, but I'm yeah. not committed quite yet. I'm okay. going with you. Okay. I'm driving with you to the facility, but I've not yet decided if I'm going to uh, if I'm going to go through with you. I don't want the Pfizer. I'm not doing the Pfizer. I'm not doing two shots and 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 getting the flu. I'm not doing it. And and I guess you could argue, and you probably are right now in your mind. But Caddy, wouldn't that be better than getting the coronavirus? I don't. I don't think so. I, I think that that I, two shots and a, the flu. I, I just. Eh, I'm, I'm not all about that. Give me one and done. Give me the the Moderna or Modelo. This is the point Which of the is, program. That's a beer, isn't it? Yeah. This is the point of the program where I say it's like preschool. You get what you get. No, and no. You don't pitch a fit. Okay. You you don't get to roll through. There. People- How come we don't know? going in what shot we're getting how can you not know that information because we're in the rollover crew what does explain that to me well there's an asterisk see none of this was explained to me well because we don't we're like standby on a delta flight we're flying like with a friend's buddy pass or something for a vaccination no but we don't want to take a spot for someone who is in we're not we're not a hundred percent quite well you are no i'm not no i'm not thank you Stop it now. But we're not in that. We're not 100% the category. We are caregivers. Like you do have to go up and take care of your dad. And I have to take care of my mom sometimes if I can see Uh, her. But so we don't. Who do you know? We're in the rollover group. Nobody. Who do you know? Nobody. Okay. If you you can. And I'll send it. One of our pod peeps sent this to me. And it's at a church. And you get the. You know how in each vaccine there's vaccine left over. And they can't throw it away. Donna. (laughs) You said like in the bottom of the vial, there's leftover. And there, it's like when your bartender gets the bar mat and makes that, just pours, and you're getting a little bit of it, a little bit of Moscow Mule, a little bit of old-fashioned, some vodka tonic, a little bit yeah. of everything from the bar mat. Yeah. Just, we'll wait and see All right, how it goes. I did seven hours last night with Officer Richie and Canine Raider. I do a, a, a host a podcast with Officer Richie. Season two is getting ready to launch called Caddy Wagon, which is a play on Paddy Wagon. C-A-D-Y, Paddy Wagon, like they, you know, throwing the Paddy Wagon to take you to jail. Caddy Wagon with Richie and Raider. Uh, Richie's been a very close friend of mine for years, and he's the canine handler, uh, handler, handler here at the uh, Alpharetta Department of Public Safety, the Alpharetta PD of Canine Raider. Um, and so a lot of the podcast is real-time audio recorded in um, Raider's SUV as we fight crime and take guns and open whores off the streets of Alpharetta. That's a lot. I don't know that we have, okay. Fighting crime's not easy, Donna. I understand. But um, in the seven hours last night, and we, we, it's so important right now, and we're going to take off our silly hat, or I'm, I, you, you never have yours on. I'm going to take my silly hat off here for a second, because we've, we, it, it's so important right now that you check in on people and their mental health. Um, I, I think, and maybe it's just after s- seeing a seven-hour snapshot last night, um, I, I don't know that people are doing quite as well as they want you to think that they are with their mental health, considering the pandemic, unemployment, uh, financial crash, ruin, losing homes, losing jobs, losing loved ones, friends, for a year now. Last night, and I can't, even on the Caddy Wagon podcast, we, we don't get into great detail out of respect, and we can't. But last night, uh, again, this was in a two-hour period. 
there was a dad who came home from work and their son, who was 23 years old, lived with him and he had an addiction problem. And dad walks in the door from work and his son is on the couch and he's dead. Mm. And there's foam coming from his mouth. I remember the question was raised. Can you do CPR? And the dad says he's dead. We responded to uh, another call, uh, which was a 29-year-old whose mother lived in another state and had, had called Alfred and 911 out of concern for her son because she had a conversations with him during the day and she just did not feel good about it. And he had a, a history of mental health illness and, and challenges and all that stuff, whether it's addiction, whether it's mental health challenges, whether it's anxiety, whether it's all that is amplified times a thousand during a pandemic. And it was uh, this, this 29-year-old man was going to take his life. It affects every demographic, every age cell from 13-year-old kids to, we know personally, 101-year-old men who served in World War II, Mr. Al, who is your mother, Nana's 101-year-old boyfriend. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've... We've jokingly laughed about him wanting to get out, wanting to get freedom. But I will tell you, in the midst of the of the pandemic, the real probably, I would say by last you know summer, he was like, I just I don't I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here doing this. And I think he really meant it because, as we've talked about on the podcast before, it's not just about I don't get to do what I used to do, or I wish I had my old life back. We've all kind of after a year realized that the old life isn't coming back, whatever it was. But it's just if you are even have even had challenges before, even if you've never had mental health challenges, they may show up during this time. And it may surprise you. Because you've always thought of yourself as an incredibly strong person. And maybe you're the type of person who always looked at people who struggled with depression or with addiction and thought, they're just weak. You know, they, they just don't, they just need to get up and smile through the day and stop drinking or stop doing drugs. Not that easy. Easier said than done. Yeah. And so I think that there's so many people right now who have been, you know, in the throes of addiction who are having a really hard time. But I think there's this whole new wave, um, unfortunately, who are struggling. And I think a lot of them are young kids. And I also think that they're breadwinners of families who feel that they they can't provide for their families and what are they doing and that there's just it's something they're never going to get out of and I think if you talk to people who like Richie and officers and people in the mental health profession it's when someone gives up hope that they just can't see that there is going to be a new day you know one of the things that I always have said to all three of our kids is if you're having an argument with friends if you're having a really rough night if something bad has happened at school 
sleep on it, just give it a day. Let the sun come up. Because sometimes, you know, in the middle of the night, it doesn't necessarily have to be at night, but I mean, just after something's happened, you can't control your thoughts. They're racing and you think the whole world's against you and it's never going to get better. Sometimes if you just put your phone down, go to bed and wake up the next day and you hear the birds and you're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to try again. Because that's all you can really do. You know, every day is just try a little bit harder. Shoot 400. Yeah, exactly. Not going to hit it. You're not going to hit it. But the most and go into the day knowing that. Well, and the most important thing that you said, though, is do check in, you know, check in with your kids. You know, I think it's great that you took Olivia over to watch some ball games this weekend. We can't as parents, we can't do what we used to do with them. We just can't. And they can't do what they used to do. But sometimes just the small things of, you know, finding a TV show that you don't really want to watch, but your kids do watch it with them. I'm going to include in the letter this Saturday an article that I found in Time Magazine, and it speaks directly to your kids and the challenges and how they've suffered during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, Here's one paragraph. When kids look into the future now, they're looking at one that wasn't what they envisioned before. I used to be able to hang with my friends, and now that's gone. I was looking forward to going to college, but my dad just got laid off and can't afford it. The article talks about the range of conditions that your Kids, your teens, your young adults are are facing from depression to anxiety to self-harm, substance abuse, overdose, OCD, ADHD. And some numbers real quick. And I, I don't like numbers. I don't like it. was 33% in the radio. It's such low-hanging fruit. But listen to these numbers. 334% spike in intentional self-harm among 13 to 18-year-olds in 2020 compared to the same month in 2019. 49.6% increase in depression, 67% increase in just general anxiety. And that's among 19 to 22 year olds across the U S April of 2020 compared to April of 2019. This one's going to stop you in the 13 to 18 year old group. Claims for drug overdoses increased 95% in March of 2020, 119% in April of 2020. I think, yeah, and I think I think some of that can be attributed to the fact that when they are in school and they're busy and they're doing a sport or they're involved in theater or they're doing the band, I'm not saying they don't have access to it, but they don't have as much downtime. Now, like we talked about before, it's all just a rabbit, you know, hole away of, of getting on the internet and starting to look things up. So, um, just check in on your kids. And also like, I know like with our kids, especially with one right now that I'm not going to mention, sometimes they have to get it out. Like if they've had a really hard day and they're just like cry, they need to cry or they need to get upset or something instead of trying to stop that and saying, stop, don't be so dramatic. You know, you know how sometimes we hopefully, I mean, I've said it, listen, I call myself out. You know, you're being so dramatic. Don't say that right now. Let them be dramatic. Let them get it out because it's it's just a lot of buildup of anxiety and stuff that sometimes just has to come out, you know, and they almost feel better after they have almost like a a meltdown of sorts. So I'm trying to listen. We're raising three kids, too. So it is a challenge every single day. And it's not just about kids. It's also a challenge for, again, elderly parents that you have who could be isolated, who could be alone. It's a challenge for you every day 
Caddy Wagon with Richie and Raider season two coming soon. And I got it. I was talking to Richie as we pulled into the parking lot and I'm going to share something with you right now that, um, he's probably, I hope he doesn't listen. Cause he didn't tell you anything, Does he talk like huh? that? <laughs> Raider is going to be on a NASCAR. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Her picture. Not in Atlanta this weekend, which would make sense, but it's just too, I mean, this just came down today. Okay, you need to stop that. That's right. That's Richie. Okay. Um, well, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. That little girl Very going cool around star. the track. She's a star. She is. Wait, the, the season two's been delayed of Caddy Wagon with Richie and Canine Raider she's because so she's, on the, she's, been, she's been on the West Coast. She was in Los Angeles, LA, Vegas. Hollywood. For like four days, and they flew back for three, and then went back to Vegas. She's been in Vegas, like doing paw graphs at the Canine Working Dog Convention. Gosh! Ironically, the next room over was the Women of Vegas Working Convention. Well, the Working Women, Women Working the, the Strip girl, Convention. All the girls are working. They are. So that's the main they thing. Okay. It is a huge event for Atlanta, and it returns with masks and and socially distancing. And it is the 39th annual Atlanta International Auto Show, Atlanta Spring Thing. Last year, it was held in March. Typically, it's held in, in, in March at the Georgia World Congress Center. This year, going to be the same place. But because of, of COVID-19, they, they, they pushed it back a little bit. So the dates are April 14th through 18th. The latest uh, are going to be there. The automakers going to have offers and, and exciting auto show debuts, such as the new Ford Bronco, the Ram 1500 TRX, Grand a Wagoneer from Jeep, um, the Subaru BRZ, and a whole lot more. You can chat with the professionals, those that know what you're talking about and can talk to you about torque and uh, torque and uh, RPMs. Okay. Yeah, all that. BPMs. Well, they'll all be there, all the experts. Answer I was your questions too, about the latest in technology. I think it's a great all. time, too, to go to the auto show because we've been talking about how a lot of the um, – a lot of the manufacturers, you know, it's, it's been slow getting a new product and being able to see it on lots and stuff. And so this is one place where if you've been dying to see like the latest model of of the new Blazer or the new, um, you know, Suburban or whatever, it's your chance to go down and see it because every manufacturer brings the latest product. And so, and they're not always the most expensive. I mean, you don't have to just look at the most expensive ones. They've got every, Although those are there too. Yeah, they've got every product in every line that you can kind of sit in and walk around and get a lot of information on. So I think this year more than ever is a great time to get onto the auto show to see all the different uh, manufacturers. And don't just see the cars. You can drive the cars. Ride and drives are available, giving you the chance to get behind the wheel. Produced by the Metro Atlanta Automobile Dealers Association, your franchised new car and truck dealers. Do not miss Atlanta's spring thing. 39th annual Atlanta International Auto Show, April 14th through 18th. GoAutoShow.com. Dinner Affair is going to get you out of the kitchen and allow you to spend more time with the family and spend more time uh, talking about your day and having conversations with the kids at dinner. Yeah, it's really important, again, right now to spend time with, we just talked about, being with your family. Dinner time's a great time to do that. Sit around the table, talk about your day, spend time with your kids, and have a meal together. And don't make that time stressful because you want to have most of your energy dedicated to, you know, talking to your kids and being with your family. So... Dinner Fair makes that super easy. Um, all the ingredients are included. You can get dinner on the table in less than 30 minutes. Healthy, and it's going to taste great. Give you some time back. March menu is available now at dinneraffair.com. Every month you get like 15 
15 uh, dinners to choose from, depending on the package that you choose, which depends on the number of people you have mouths that you're feeding uh, at your home. March menu includes uh, Korean beef rice bowls, orange sesame chicken. And I'm going to circle this one. What is it? I ordered one of these. I don't even know what it is, but you just know with dinner affair, you're okay. Asobusco. Asobuco. That? That's like pork chops. Mmm, that's so good. Well, we got them coming. Actually, they're in the freezer right now because that's what happens. They're delivered to your porch, to your front door in Atlanta. They do shit nationwide, but contactless here in the Atlanta area. $30 off your first order. Promo code is Caddy Reset 2021 at dinneraffair.com, dinneraffare.com. You hit me with the uh, call me, please text today yeah nothing will shake you to the core like a call me please okay it wasn't that way well, what was it that's the thing we're gonna talk call about me this please week. is that why so y'all would know that is that how it was well normally because i read it as call me please well wow you must have that that's your filter that it's going through so you think that that something must be wrong or something i was like call me please it's not the way it read normally i'll say nothing urgent but I was I was trying to I wanted to try to run something by you before we came in here about life and grocery storing and kids and stuff. But I hate fine. I missed that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. But see, you can't read into a text. Call me, please. Well, we're not going to get this is a whole conversation. Let me tell you what day. happened. Listen, I this 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 whole daylight saving and it's yeah. not plural. It's singular daylight saving. Is this your second nap day? Where you had to rest I've your eyes? I've been hit hard. Yeah. With daylight saving time. You've and had a sinking spell. I have taken a nap every afternoon this week. That's called a southern, that's, that's a southern term is called, a, you're having a sinking spell. I had something. Yeah, you just got to lay down. Just it, just for an hour. Like zippy. You're just walking, our cat, just walking yeah. across the floor and all just of a sudden you got to fall down. Yeah. yeah. This is like a good spot right here. Yeah. So I, I, I when you called the six times <sighs> before the call me please text message, I, 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 I checked out for just a little bit. Well, I told you let, yesterday I did the call me please a couple of times and I didn't hear from you and didn't hear from you. And didn't I, hear. Again, I got hit with the daylight saving Which time Which is very punch. unlike you. And so when you finally called me, I was like, oh my gosh, thank God you're alive. I thought you had been kidnapped. And you're like, where am I going? Just who's going to kidnap just me? Just think for a moment about what you just said. Yeah. I mean, who's going to want this right here? Well, me. Lots of people. You, that'd be it. Okay. They're not queued up for this right here. Okay. But that's not what kidnappers Don't you are want doing. You some of that right there. <laughs> that's not what kidnappers are doing. They want, like, they want a ransom for me, for you. They don't want to get, yeah. So that was a backhanded thing, right there. No, it's just yeah, it not. Kidnappers aren't coming to like fall in love with you. They're coming to kidnap you. So I thought you had been kidnapped or adult napped. Or actually, what happened to you is you just had been napped. You're napping. Yeah. And I may do it again tomorrow. It takes a couple weeks okay. to get used to it. All right. When you work as hard as I do. Cycle back in. Cycle back into the world, yeah. Todd Chrisley is um, the star Chrisley knows best. We're gonna, I'm sorry, we're going to flip this in the Reba. Reba goes to three. Um, which is a reality show. We talk about the Chrisleys quite a bit. We've gotten to know them quite well over the years. And um, I saw him pop in on TikTok, but it was a duet. I was scrolling on TikTok during the Grammys Sunday night. And I don't follow anybody. I don't have an account. Right? Did you do you have an account on? I do not. I don't have an account. Like I just fire up the app and whatever appears appears. But I want you and I to do this Mariah Carey video together. Don't know anything about that. I doubt that's going to happen. Okay. I hadn't seen it, but I doubt that's going to happen. Does it involve dancing? Uh -huh. Yeah. Then that's not going to happen. Okay. Um, great person that I see pop up is a grandmother 
and her name is Grandma Bobby, and she's 87 years old. And her handle is at GB and me, and it's her grandson, Matthew Stewart. They live in Destin. And when the, like the very short time Florida was on lockdown, like three days back in the beginning of the, because much like Alabama and Georgia, yay. They're I mean, wide yeah, open. I mean, I just learned that, that restaurants are just now reopening in California. Yeah. So what? Yeah. We've been sitting 10 to a table in Georgia since May. Right. Okay, go ahead. Grandma Bobby. <laughs> and so this started as a, a, a project to keep Grandma Bobby involved during the pandemic. When, engaged. Engaged. Yeah. Thank you. Involved, mm-hmm. engaged. And and so she and uh, her, her grandson started this account. They had 3.2 million followers. Um, she was on The Tonight Show with uh, Jimmy Fallon not too long ago. She's just become very popular. She's got a great attitude. She's like a viral her big, thing, her big thing during the beginning of the pandemic was she couldn't go where? Where does every 87-year-old woman want to go other than heaven? <laughs> that, yeah. The beauty shop. The beauty, the, the, yes. Mm-hmm. So she missed that quite a bit, and that's a big part of her day in their videos. So I'm thumbing through during the Grammys, and I see Todd Chrisley, and he has duetted to Grandma Bobby. You know what that means? Explain yes. what that means real quick. Well, it's like he creates a video and then they join together. All right, here is uh, the video that's now viral. Hey, somebody has a message for you. Really? Oh, that's Chrisley. Hey, GB. I'm so excited to be able to send you this video to let you know that we, the Chrisleys, are taking care of your hair for the rest of your days here because I think you're as beautiful on the inside as you are on the outside. Love you. Oh, my God. You're kid. <laughs> so they bring out a big check. And it's payable oh, to her. Oh, what a beautiful gift. It's payable to Thank her. Thank you for thinking of me. Thank you so much, Todd and the Chrisley family. You all are. Oh, I can't. I, really, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. Beautimus. Beautimus. Thank you. Beautimus, Beautimus is one of her lines, and GB is never at a loss for words, trust me. I've seen all the videos, and that was the most emotional. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? I was touched by Grandma GB. I was, yeah, I was touched. I just, like, where was Todd? Was he in a Chili's, or where is he? It was very loud. I don't Could know she where hear? he duetted from. I don't know. Her, Matthew, her grandson, brought the laptop in, and that's when you heard her say. Very sweet. That's Chrisley. That's very sweet. Um, so I sent Todd a text, and I just said to him, hey, it's Caddy. Scroll on TikTok, watching the Grammys. Just saw your gift of beauty salon appointments for GB. Uh, what an awesome moment. I said, I've watched her and her grandson grow from 1,000 followers to what they are today. No one can deny the TikTok influence today on society. I'm seeing TikTok influence all over the Grammys right now as I watch. Uh, that was the most touched I've seen GB in the hundreds of videos I've seen. You're a good man, Todd Chrisley, but I've known that for over a decade. Tell Julie and the kids and young adults hello. That's awesome. And he wrote back. Help me out with this. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, hello, my friend. Uh, we love and appreciate you so much and always have. I hope you guys are doing well. Send our best to Donna. Um, send our best to Donna. I hope you guys are doing well and prospering and remain highly favored. I love that. What does that mean? Highly favored by the Lord. Oh, yes. Yes. I thought I meant by the court. Okay. Well, hopefully that too. But anyway. All right. He's always doing nice things though. He is. Yeah. And he has, he, he has a special place for like elderly people because of um, Nanny Faye. 
his mom. Right. Very sweet. At GB and me on TikTok, Grandma Bobby. Do you follow Grandma Bobby? Uh, no, but I'll look her up. I've been so busy watching that boy dancing out in the cornfield. <laughs> Which one? I don't know, but he's like some, it keeps coming up. He's not a little boy, trust me, because that would be creepy, as we've all discussed. Now, as you guys know, I started on the strange TikTok with all the kids dancing around, and then I recalibrated my TikTok to animals. And now, somehow, I have recalibrated to like what you got? 50, 55 year old, like silver foxes dancing. There you go. It's crazy. Like doing the cha cha cha. Yeah. So this one's out. Like he pulls his truck up into like this field. What happens? Talk to us, Don. Slams it in park, jumps out, and is like dancing. This is God bless Texas. Holding his hip. I don't know. Holding so. his hip. Dancing to God bless. Did you just say he's dancing to God yes. bless Texas, Middle Texas? Yes. Yeah. Funny you should mention that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because we got a pop peep that ties to that coming up in a minute. Yeah. Donna gets a call from the Gainesville Fire Department, and they said- uh, Donna who? Me? No. Oh, okay. Donna from Gallery Furniture. Okay. <laughs> Carl's going to have a hard time keeping that with this one. Okay, go ahead. Gets a call from, I like to keep Carl on his toes, keep, mm-hmm. gets a call from the Gainesville Fire Department. They said, I th- we think we need to cut you a check. And Donna said, why? And, and, and the chief says, well, but Donna, these mattresses you sent over, these beautiful brand new mattresses that you sent over here, for every bunk we have in the Gainesville Fire Department, oh, wow. these are these are nice. Surely, surely we owe you money on these. Donna said, "Absolutely not, Chief. That's how we do. That's how we do. That's how they've always done." Donna learned from her dad, the Wolfman. You grew up with the Wolfman. Yeah. You and Donna went to school together. Yeah, they were double I mean, dated. They have always skated. They have always, always, always given in their community, and not just in their community, because obviously the store is in Gainesville, but the, she's given to the entire city, and they have such a big heart, and that's a perfect example. Um, I'm sure they didn't even ask for them. She probably just heard from somebody. No, that, no, no, absolutely. That's the yeah, way it all came down. That they needed mattresses or their mattresses were old. That's the kind of stuff she's doing all the time. And honestly, on a smaller scale, that's what she will do for you if you go up to see her. You know, go up and have a conversation. If your credit's taking a hit, you need some financing. If you need some help with delivery, if you have been looking for something and you can't find it, let her help you. Let Marilyn help you. Um, And the the story you just told is the biggest reason to shop locally. If you listen to this podcast and you're not shopping locally, you should because everybody right now needs a little help. And when you put money into your local community, they're going to go back and put it into their community just like she did. So it's a great thing, you know. Spend your stimmy. With Donna. Mm-hmm. Your stimulus check. Yeah. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns per drug, Gainesville. They have uh, a new wave of merch. They now have hoodies. Ask for Donna, ask for the Wolfman. At uh, askforthewolfman.com. You can also search all the furniture there. 16,000 square foot warehouse and showroom is in Gainesville. Shop now, pay later, or you can take it home today when you find it on the floor. Askforthewolfman.com. Gainesville is where you'll find gallery furniture. 30 years ago this week, Reba Monster Band. In the plane crash. It was very sad. I remember when that happened. It was shocking almost. Back then, this is in 1991. I was graduating high school. Back in 1991, Reba was one of five, you count them on one hand, five artists in music that traveled by private jet. Yeah. Now it's common. Common. Mm-hmm. Even in, in I should you say, even in country music, but in country music. Back then, Reba was the only one. Kenny was number two. Reba was the only one that flew private. Yeah. Back in 1991, just wasn't done. Nobody had the money to do it. Yeah. And, and Reba was on a few of, of all musical formats for a while that, that traveled a private jet. And she had a big band. And um, 
lost two pilots and several members of her band. I found this clip of Reba on Oprah's Masterclass. Mm -hmm. This is from 20, or I'm sorry, this is from 10 years ago on the 20th anniversary of the crash. Here's Reba. It was just, it was the worst thing that's ever happened in my life. But I just can't imagine Jip's family, Kirk's family, Joey, Paula Case, all the band that we lost, the pilots, their family. I lost friends. They lost family members. Very talented, fun people to be around. And it was one of those situations where Narville said, you know, we've got the rest of the tour. And I was like, are you kidding? I, I really thought it was over. I didn't know how on earth the rest of the band, Pete Finney and Joe McGlohan and myself could get back on stage without the rest of them. And I got calls from Vince Gill. He said, buddy, I'll be on stage with you. I'll help you. Dolly Parton should take my band. It was a huge outpour of friends in the, in the community, family, that were there for us. But nobody could replace the ones that we love so much that we lost. And that's one of the questions I'll ask God when I get up there. Why'd you take them so quick? They had so much more to give. And we had so much more to learn from them. But we learned from that situation. And the biggest thing that I learned is, don't go a day without telling people you love them. And do act like this day could be your last one. So do what you want to do in the fact of hanging out with your family. Do things that are important. Don't put it off till tomorrow. Don't go a day without telling people you love them. Yeah, those are wise words. You know what I also take from that story is how kind Nashville is. Like for all of those people to say, you know, you can have my band. I, when she was talking about that on a lesser scale, I was thinking about when, um, wasn't it Keith Urban when he lost all of his guitars? In the fire was that Brad Paisley? It was a flood, wasn't it? Yeah, but all like I remember Nashville, all the other Nashville artists coming and saying, you know, giving him guitars and gifting and things that happened. And I just think about it all the time. I mean, Nashville is one of the most the artist and the artist community. They're the most giving people as artists, you know, to the fans, but also to each other when they're when they're going through something. Very sad. You also pointed out during the Grammy Sunday night that Nashville had like two commercial, two spots promoting for the tourism, city. Yeah, yeah. For tourism, yeah. And it was very well done. Oh, I thought they were great It's a great place to visit. Great it place is. to visit. And you forget about that. You forget about how much during the pandemic tourism has been hurt and all the people that it impacts. So it was great to see those Yeah, the artists, the band members, yeah. the, the bus drivers, the caterers. It yeah, just, but I'm yeah. He's touring even. Yeah. You know? It so. was great to see it. Jason Gasses is a pod peep uh, for this episode. Um, he tagged me in a video for God bless Texas and little Texas. Okay. Is he the guy out in the field? No. Oh. And Jason wrote, uh, a 10 to 13-year-old me used to crank this song whenever it came on the radio. I remember Cadillac Jack on Kicks announcing this song. And as soon as I heard him say, little Texas, God bless Texas on Kicks, windows down, volume cranked. Caddy miss, uh, Caddy brother, miss hearing you on the radio. The song alone shows, uh, this song alone shows how long I've listened to you on the radio now on your podcast. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Jason. And he's in Houston, Houston Texas. Texas. Love that. We love our Texas listeners. That, uh, that is a good one. 
I think you know what we're going to add that to. Let's the, do this bonus yeah. uh, we're for Jason Gasses in we're Houston, Texas. We're going to add to the Caddy and Don, or Donna and Caddy Spotify Hikes on playlist, Little Texas. I won't add God that one to the Texas. list. Like when that one comes on, you drop your drink. As a, uh, it's a two fist dance. Two fist dance. Yeah, drop your drink because it's a two fist dance. Those mm-hmm. songs have that conversation with you coming up next episode. Yeah. We got two of them for you a week. Every Tuesday and Thursday. Audio for this episode from Harpo Productions, Oprah's Masterclass, and at GBay or at GB and me on TikTok. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen. Tuesday and Thursday, you get new episodes. Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.